Camera speed. Sound production, take one. All right, all right, all right. I think I'm gonna, I truly think I'm gonna not do that. Hey, babes. Welcome to another live taping of the One Woman Show starring me, your host, Braden A. It's currently 10.25 p.m. I have tried to film this episode four times today, and I just couldn't. Like, I physically couldn't. I don't know why, though. If I'm being honest, I truly have no idea why I can't do it. I kind of don't have a plan for today's episode, if we're being honest with you. Um, I kind of do. Like, I literally... Also, if you haven't already, go subscribe to the YouTube channel so you can see me and my beautiful face and all my objects that I hold up and talk about. But, yeah. Anyhow, I have, like, a list, kind of, not a list, but, like, a plan of stuff I was going to do. And then I did that, and then I'm like, this sounds horrible. I don't know why. I think I'm truly have just been in a funk. But... We're gonna try to go unhinged, kind of, because I need I need an episode. You know what I mean? I just need an episode. But yeah, happy Golden Globe night, or happy Golden Globe Eve, if I shall say so myself. I'm so excited for tomorrow. But, like, it's gonna be kind of sad, because I'm gonna watch them alone, because I have no one to watch it with. But that, you know, that's okay. But if you wanna listen, this is... I guess we'll get, <laughs> this is a perfect way to start this, what I wanted to talk about. Um, listen, when I'm old, when we're, when, um, this is directed to all of my friends, <laughs> my friends, quote unquote, the people that I think are my friends. Anywho, um, when we're in our adulthood, y'all should come over to my house because I'll be throwing the sickest award night parties you know what I mean like I already do it here at my house alone literally like I will print off ballots and I'll have food and it'll be the best thing ever yeah that I'm excited for that to be honest I'm not excited to watch them alone but I am excited for them yeah listen y'all we are almost seven days we're almost a full week a full seven days a full however many hours are in a week into this new year and i just want to tell you guys how proud i am of you of us you know get your drink get your water get your wine get your celsius and let's raise a glass to us you know what i mean uh, 2023 even though it was good it was hard and i know it was and even if you don't think it was i want you to just we're gonna take a second okay we're gonna take a second and we're gonna quickly recap 2024 not 2024. Nope. We're going to quickly go through our minds right now. 2023. Okay. I know we're I know we're digging up old bones. We're reopening the old wounds, but let's take a minute and quickly in our minds travel back to 2023 and recap it. Personally, we're going to take a second, close your eyes, get your glass. We're going to recap Cheers to that. 2023 was hard. It was, to say the least, it was a learning experience. 
And I just want to shine the light on somebody. I just want to say something. And I know she's listening to this right now. And I'm going to keep it anonymous. I'm going to keep it incognito. But I don't even know if I should say. Because I'm afraid it will give it away too much. There were two people. There were two people this year that really helped me change my perspective on the way to look at things you know because to be honest I was hella pessimistic last year I was a doomsday prepper like it was bad like instead of me looking for the good and everything I always looked in the bad in any minor inconvenience any minor situation I always looked I always purposely looked for the bad and I always was like, oh, psh, it's going to prepare myself for the future. Honey, no. That's not how it works. But I just want to give credit where credit is due. And I just want, <laughs> I want to say thank you to this one person. And this sounds hella awkward. But I just want to say thank you to this one person. In, in particular, yeah. This person, I've known them for not too long. I'll say, like, two years. A good two years. But it's felt, like, longer. They have taught me... <laughs> They've taught me so many life lessons that I should have been taught already. But it's actually both of them, to be honest with you. Two people. I know one of them is not listening to this. But the I know the other one is. What's up? I, I, hear, I see you. I see you over there. I just, you know... They taught me lessons, both of them actually, taught me lessons that I hold near and dear to my heart. And one of the lessons in particular that this one individual taught me was to basically, in almost any situation, look for the silver linings in stuff. Always look for the good in the bad. And, or not even in the bad, in any situation. And this, this correlates to my tattoo mama's getting when she turns the big one six, hopefully. Or when I turn legal enough to get a tattoo. But it's going on my wrist. And it's Latin. It's Dulcius Exasperis. And it's Latin for sweeter after difficulty. And I've had this tattoo idea for four years. Because no four. Oh my god. No, I think it was three. Yeah, it was three years I've had this tattoo idea. And I got it from a Sandra Bullock. I got it from Sandra Bullock's movie, The Lost City. And basically, her character said this every time she did something big with her husband. But her husband unfortunately passed away. And she said this every time she did something big. She was like, Dulcia Six Asperis. And I think the lesson that this individual has taught me, not Sandy, but the one... <laughs> that I'm giving credit to that's basically what it comes back to is sweet after difficulty is basically another way of saying look for the silver lining and with that with that mindset of seeking out the good in any situation has really put a different focal point if I'm using that word correctly on the way that I view life you know, I truly ask all of my peers, teachers, friends, coaches, blah, blah, whatever. 
I literally was so pessimistic. So pessimistic. Like, I would look for the worst in any situation. Even if it was a good situation, I would look for the worst. Look for the... Like, when I went to go see Beyonce, look for the worst in that. I'm not kidding. Like, instead of me making a list of the good things that could happen, I always looked for the worst. (laughs) And I got in a... I truly got in a funk of where that's what I, that's the only thing I did. And it was hella difficult for me to look for, um, let me rephrase that. It was really hard for me to look for the good. But she has made it, and it's made it isn't, I know it's not the right word. She has helped me realize that there's, that I don't always have to look. I don't always have to be pessimistic. And I think it was because of how I grew up. Not how I grew up, but what I've been through in my 15 years of living. And just to give you a little bit of an insight, I'm 15 years old and I could easily write a memoir on my life, even though it has barely begun yet. So we can, we can, you know, that can be a later episode of my whole childhood and how I am the way I am and how, yeah. (laughs) That would actually be a really good episode idea. But... I like I truly cannot thank her enough both both of them like I said before there's two of them but this one in particular has helped me view the world in such a better way and I don't think she knows it like I truly don't think she knows how much she has helped me and guided me in the way of doing that because now that is something that I do almost every day like we all have routines when we go you know our nightly routines or whatever that's something I do before I always have to make sure I do you know before I go to bed is be able to recap the day right you know that's easy but be able to recap the day and pull away at least one thing good that happened it could be anything you know I had a really good lunch. My outfit looked really good. I got a really good grade on a test. I had a really good conversation with someone today. Anything positive that I can pull out from my day means I did a good job. So, like I said, I cannot thank these individuals enough, but this person in particular, I I sound really redundant, but I just, like I said, I need to give credit where credit is due, and I hope, you know... Like I said, she's listening right now, and I know she is, and I hope she knows how much she's done (laughs) for me, and this is something I'm bringing into the new year, and it feels great to, like, we're saying, we're saying it that way, because I'm brain dead, and I can't think of any other way to word it, but that's, I guess, now is where I can pull in my mantra, but listen, We're going to cut out the mindset of being able to just suck things up and shove them down. Because listen, it's going to bite you in the ass later. (laughs) It truly is. And I have, I am, me, hi, I, I've been down that road. But listen, if you can just suck it up and shove it down for that little second, just to make you be able to just, you know, squeeze by in life. What the hell? Then do it. But listen, 
my mantra, my word of the year, is two words. Actually, we have two words going into this new year. The first one, or truly the second one is, is capture. Because not only of all the things that are to come this year, knock on wood, they truly happen and they pull through because like, what we'll get into that. But capture is definitely a big one because I have always been one to plan ahead. I've always been a plan ahead or I've always wanted to be prepared for the future instead of being present and being in the moment. Like, for example, I have, as of in my room, as of right now, I have one, two, well, two is actually downstairs. I have four table books in my bedroom right now. I have these, I bought these table books for intentions of when I am on my own in the future. When I'm living on my own, I will have these table books because I want to be quote unquote prepared for the future. I keep all these little things because I want to show my kids in the future. That has been something I have always struggled with is always preparing for the future. And I like, and it happens with a lot of stuff. Like, the experiences that I am truly blessed to be able to experience, I'm always watching them through a camera lens, I feel. I'm always worried about getting the right amount of video and the right amount of pictures so I can recap on it. And I mean, in some cases, it's great to have them to, you know, refresh your memory. But it all is, you know, your experience. And it's different watching something through a camera lens than really watching it through your eyes. It's really different watching it through your eyeballs too, you know, because it, you know, you can really ground yourself, I feel, when you're not worried about getting the right lighting and all this other stuff because, you know, in the long run, it's your experience and it's the way you want to live it. So, I mean, you do you, boo, but that's all I'm going to say. And, like, guys, I'm going to Italy this year. I'm going to New York. I'm going to all these places, which requires me to be in the moment, to be present, and to be able to capture my surroundings without a cell phone. You know what I mean? Because I, it's not about who has the right, you know, Social media in general is insane. And the only, like, everyone is so worked up about it. And I see it. I truly see it for myself. Like, truly, if we're being honest here, the only reason why I have social media is to keep tabs on my favorite celebrities. That's the only reason why I have it. But in the long run, it really does not matter who had the best summer vacation or whose post got the right amount of likes, you know? So that's why this year I'm not going to be fo- as, I'm not going to be as worried if I don't have enough pictures and videos about the places that I experienced and that I went to, you know? It's my life, not yours. GTFO, part of my French, get the fuck out. You know what I mean? <sighs> and, you know, to quickly change the subject around, 
not subject, but changing gears, my other word for my, I, I'll call it a word because it's really not a mantra. I don't even know what a mantra is. I just know that a lot of people say it and I want to look cool. But um, my other word slash mantra for this year is definitely to heal. Like, in one of my classes recently, we had to pick a we had to pick a word for 2024, and I hadn't really thought about it until then when I was sitting there with all these words in front of my eyeballs. But I was looking at them, and this was the first word that I chose to really, you know, hyperfixate on, and it was heal. And I went back, and I'm like, this is weirdly speaking to me. I don't know why. And it's because I have spent a majority of my life <laughs> being a people pleaser and babes it is hella exhausting being a people pleaser and once you get in the role of being like a physical people pleaser where you can't disassociate yourself from it it is not good and that's where I am and that's where I'm currently trying to heal from it because I have a lot to recover from from you know a lot I, from the previous years I have a lot to heal from and I'm not gonna go too deep into this because I want this to be a nice episode but I you know Beyonce I was <laughs> I went to see the renaissance world tour movie and like I said if you haven't seen it already go see it I don't I don't even think it's out in theaters anymore but she said that when she turned 40 she really stopped caring, but to a pretty good extent. You know, she was a nice, like, I don't know how to say this, but she was, she's who I, she was who I am at the moment. She was a major people pleaser and always worrying about everyone else and not putting herself first and always putting other people first and making sure they're okay and they have what they need before she has what she needs. And when she turned 40, she was like, why am I worried about other people? You know, I'm the one that really matters, not in like a selfish way, but in like a, in a personal way. You know what I mean? So she was like, I can find a way for me to put myself first, but to also care about other people without, you know, being a people pleaser, I guess. And like, to dumb it down and to shorten it, it was like, I can still be a, a nice person and a good friend without being a people pleaser. And truly, that is another thing I'm going to work on. Because people pleasing has got me being used and stepped on like a freaking welcome doormat. Dude, call me Brady the doormat because that's basically what I am. But I, other people don't see it and it's hilarious. Other people don't see that they're using me while they're using me. And it's hilarious, you know what I mean? It's really funny. And, you know, that comes, that's the key. And that's, you know, the good thing that comes with having, being able to pull your, to take a step back. I'm just, this, I'm bouncing around a lot. I'm sorry, guys. You know, listen. Being able to notice that you are being used and being walked all over while being a people pleaser is a pretty cool thing. It's a pretty cool ability to have because with 
I, it comes, listen, you know, it's like a two-in-one deal. You get a little, you lose a little. One step forward, no, what is it? You get some, you lose some, I guess, I don't know. But basically, what I'm trying to make of it is, like, me, I can easily take a step back in any, any place. Not physical place, but, like, situation. I can take a step back and basically what I can do is I can take a step back from a situation and look at it like the bigger picture and see basically everyone's almost true intentions in life. But the thing is with that is I don't know how not to be a people pleaser. And that's something that I'm trying to heal from. And all the trauma that came along with that. Because, honey, I've been a people pleaser since I came out of the womb on September 4th at 11.35 in the morning. Being like, what's up, people? I'm a people pleaser now. You know what I mean? But that's all I'm going to say about that. I Like, I, let me rephrase myself again. I'm also sorry that this is, like, a all-over-the-place episode, like I said. I've tried to film this four times. And it's also... 1118 but like still yeah um moving on I think now would be a great time to just quickly glimpse skim over let's give 20 let's give it let's do a little highlight let's do a highlight recap of the good things that have happened in 2023 because that whole sob fest of a story that I did a little while ago I'm sorry just be prepared for not next week's episode, but the week after, because holy shit, it's going to be a trauma dump. I'm sorry I keep swearing. I'm sorry. I promise I'm a good kid. Um, Yeah, so basically, New Year's recap. 2023 recap. I'm your host, Brittany Broski. <laughs> it's pretty it. Okay. So, I have... Oh, shit, where did my other... Oh, Friggity frack. Okay, whatever. Um... I just, you know, I have a tiny little list of stuff, but um, it's not a major one. Definitely one of the major things that have to be on the top of my recap is the Beyonce concert. You know, the Beyonce concert was definitely top tier. Top tier. But, you know, I, I don't want to say I regret going because I would sound like a spoiled little brat. But I didn't know that I could have gotten tickets to see Amy Poehler and Tina Fey with the points. What's, what, what, what's better sounding? I went to go see Beyonce or I saw Amy Poehler and Tina Fey live and Rachel Dratch. And they did a weekend update skit. I don't know. Um. Yeah, so Beyonce, August 1st, 2023, Gillette Stadium, Foxborough, Massachusetts. Yeah. Paid zero dollars for the tickets. Two tickets, section 113, row 12 at Gillette Stadium. The tickets were $1,300 for the two of them. I paid zero because of my fantastic grandmother's credit card points that I did get permission to use. I was initially going to buy a new MacBook (laughs) because little Miss Maximoff is not working anymore. Well, she's working fine. It's just, I think I would benefit from having two. 
because this th- I have a 13 inch 2020 2020 MacBook Air. It I think it's eight gigabytes of RAM and it's 258 gigabytes like in all. I use this for school, playing Roblox, editing, and now apparently editing a podcast. She is working overtime. And I think I would just benefit from having two MacBooks. But I was like, I'll buy, I'll buy a MacBook. With the, I'll get, I'll buy. I'll get a MacBook with these points because it's going to, you know, benefit me in the long run. Here's the thing. We had like 119,000 points. And for just like the bottom line Mac, I think it was like a 2022 MacBook Pro. Not even. I think it was a MacBook Air. Was like 139 points. 139,000 points. And I was like, I don't know what I want to know. And then I see the concert tab under the like reward redeemer thing. I see concerts and I go and I'm like, (laughs) let me, let me be funny. Let me type up Beyonce because like, that's crazy. It wasn't crazy. I had enough points. Did my mom take me? No. My aunt did. My auntie Rara took me. And I sobbed. But the thing also was, the concert was like three weeks away. Did I have enough time to plan for an outfit? No. When did I really start planning my outfit? I don't know. A week before we were going. I regret that so much. I didn't know that to a Beyonce concert. I just realized she's... (sighs) She's basically the same tier as Madonna. Taylor Swift beat that. <laughs> I was gonna say something, but I wanna I wanna be nice. Um, yeah, I didn't know that you had to show up to this concert basically half naked and covered in sparkles and rhinestones. Yeah, I didn't get that memo. Uh so I showed up in black ripped jeans, a zip up, like a nice champion zip up, a crop top and a push-up bra with my hair French braided and a really good smoky eye. I did not look like I fit in. And I truly regret my outfit. And the people that are watching this on YouTube, you see a picture. People that are listening to this, go over. Hop on over to YouTube. Go check out the pictures for yourself. It's great. But literally, I remember doing this. I caught, fixed, rhymed, like, lewd, rhinestones to my adidas shoes because at first i was going to cover a whole converse a whole white high top both two two high top white converses in rhinestones it was like this is going to take me way too long so i'm like okay i'll do my adidas and i'll only do the black stripes that worked out great but it looked really tacky and nobody barely noticed it so i went on etsy and i was like oh my god a word like a beyonce baseball jersey and, like, it will be so cool. They wouldn't arrive in time. So that's definitely, you know, a lesson learned. Plan your outfits, babe. Plan your outfits to any concert you're going to. Because I sure as hell didn't. Um, yeah, that was, you know, you know, looking for the positives and the negatives. Silver lining is best night of my life. Best night of my life. Absolute game changer. I love that woman so much. She's my inspiration in life. Like, you know, fun fact, not only do her and I share initials, BK, Raiden Knight, Beyonce Knowles, her and I share a birthday. 
September 4th. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I share a birthday with Beyonce. Who do you share a birthday with? Abraham Lincoln? <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, But yeah, that was, that had to be my highlight of 2021. Had to be. And then, you know, like, this year was a year of celebrities. And I, I'm debating whether or not I want to go more into this, but like, this year was definitely the year of celebrities in many ways, because the interactions that I had both in person and on social media is crazy. Like, and let me, to name a few, to name a few, Anna Gasteyer, you guys don't know who she is, what the hell is wrong with you? These are all, I'm going to kind of like categorize it, but like, my social media ones, bunch of people from The Golden Bachelor, a bunch of Golden Bachelorettes from The Golden Bachelor. John Stamos, Julianne Moore, Anna Gasteyer, um, Julian Anderson's Drink Company. I'm not going to say it because I'm going to keep this PG 13. Celsius was in my Instagram DMs. Yeah, Celsius was in my IG DMs. Um, Kim Raver from Grey's Anatomy, a bunch of celebrity stylists, because I had an Instagram account for, like, you know, something that I'm probably going to open up for tomorrow, but whatever. That's just to name a few, and some of them being John Stamos liking my Instagram post. That was insane. I was on cloud nine. I'm still on cloud nine for it. And then, you know, my in-person ones, I met Rachel McFarland. I want to say McAdams so bad, but it's not. Two different people. If you guys don't know who Rachel McFarland is, Seth McFarland's sister. If you don't know who he is, you uncultured little person. Go look up Seth McFarland, watch a couple episodes of Family Guy, watch Ted, then come back to me. Then we'll talk. No, but Rachel McFarland, she played, she played, she, I know she was in the second and third Ted movie. She voice, she voices the daughter on American Dad, Haley. She also voices Olivia in Family Guy, which I've been watching Family Guy since I was like two. And it was truly life-changing, life-altering meeting her. You know what I mean? So yeah, that was cool. I met her at the Portland comic and toy con that happened in april it was really unexpected like my expectations were low because it was just something my uncle wanted to do so me my aunt my cousin and i we went and we were literally walking the floor of the cross insurance arena and it was like that's rachel mcfarland god i'm so bad that's rachel mcfarland oh my god i'm freaking out paid some money to get a pic and just talk to her for like a good chunk of time too so that was insane and then in august i went to the boston like comic expo thingy i saw holy crap let me let me list some this isn't as big as you know the new york comic-con or the san diego one but it's pretty good uh there were some pretty good people from the office there like I'm not a huge office fan I know I look like I am one but I'm not I like the people in it you know John Krasinski Angela Kinsey 
Jenna Fisher. I like them. They're cool. But, you know, I'm not a huge fan. It's a good show. I just, you know, not. I don't get it. I get it. But, you know, whatever. But my, like, these. Let me just recap that. My cousins, because this one I went with only my two cousins and my uncle. My Both of my cousins met the original voice of Mario. I saw the original voice of Dora. I saw the Henry Winkler. And if you don't know who he is, you uncultured person, get off of this podcast. What are you doing? Leave. Goodbye. I saw him. My uncle met Leslie David Barker, Stanley from The Office, and took a pic with him. That was pretty cool. And then he asked me, didn't even ask me. He told me, he was like, yo, you're meeting Oscar Nunez with me. And I'm like, who? Who was that? And he's like, you know, Oscar from The Office. And I didn't want to look dumb. So I'm like, oh, yeah. We walk up to his booth and we're waiting in line. And his face really starts to set in. And I'm like, I know you from somewhere that's not The Office. Quick little Google search. He's the freaking stripper from The Proposal. He's the one that gave Sandra Bullock a lap dance on her bachelorette party before she was about to get married to Ryan Reynolds. And I was like, holy crap. I'm about to meet the- this is This was my literal thought process before, you know, we got up to the table. I was like, holy crap. I'm about to meet the man that gave the Sandra Bullock, the Sandra Annette Bullock, a lap dance. Yeah, this one I was starstruck. I could barely say a word, but I we did get a good picture. So yeah, and I guess that's another dude to add to my list. But yeah, that was really you know the good that happened in twenty twenty four, twenty twenty four, twenty twenty three. This sounds stupid, but I went back to school. Summer ended. Went back to school. Love school. You know. You get the right group of teachers. You... School is a breeze. Besides biology. Biology can kiss my ass, if we're being honest here. I don't understand a thing of it. But, you know, that's okay. That's fine. But, yeah, I love school. I love school so much. It's great to be back. A bunch of people are like, why are you saying that? I'm like, leave me alone. Let a woman think. God, this is my podcast. Is your name on the cover of this? Is this podcast tra- uh, copyrighted by you? Mm-mm. That's what I thought. It's my name on that. See? Okay, I'm going to wrap this up because I need to still edit this and get it ready for me to upload tomorrow. And it's 11.36. It's basically SNL time. Anywho, guys, like I said in the beginning... <laughs> I'm very proud of you. I'm proud of us. Look at us go. Look at the people we are becoming. If you don't think that, I think it. And truly, that's all that matters. Okay? I love you guys. Um, I forgot how I signed out last time because I have early, early, early onset dementia. Let's just say it this way. I love you guys so much. I'm proud of you. I love you. You're amazing. You're worth it. You matter. Blah, 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 blah um make somebody smile today that's your homework make somebody smile today i love you guys peace out